So we are doing Srimad Bhagavatam, chapter 2, canto 10, chapter 2. We had left at 27, so we are starting from 28th uh, verse. This is prayers by the demigods. So we were last time discussing about the tree of life. Everybody should understand that every person in this world is literally like a tree of life. You know, the body and the being is the tree of life, which is what was discussed last time. So we will take on from there. The efficient cause of the material world manifested with the many varieties as the original tree is you, O Lord. That means the massive Ashwatta, the whole tree is you, that is the dear Lord. You are also the maintainer of this material world and after annihilation, you are the one in whom everything is conserved. Those who are covered by your external energy cannot see you behind the manifestation. But theirs is not the vision of a learned devotee. So what is the verse that we are taking over here? This is 28 where it tells you that the material world is a manifestation. It is actually come out of something. Whereas the Divine Lord is in that as an unmanifest form and being an unmanifest form he is not visible to the material worldly people. But for the spiritual worldly people, for the spiritual people they have an idea about his existence. It is only an idea. If you go to one of the verses from the Bhagavad Gita, he says, people have an idea that I exist in them. So the concept called idea existing is, you have an idea that he is there. But is he there? Is he not there? What is exactly the reason or what exactly happens over there? Nobody knows. The, the reason is because as a material being you are more focused in the material world with the senses with the senses and with your body you are focused very much in that you are bothered very much about eating, drinking, you know all those kind of things whereas how much time can you actually devote to the Lord you can devote a very little time to the Lord even in that little time to the Lord, you are thinking about how you can grow in the world. You are thinking about your spiritual development. You are thinking that you want to see God. Whereas the spiritual people, absolutely the sages and all, they are not bothered about that. What are the sages doing? The sages are the tool in the hand of God. So you will find that the sages are the Lord himself who has come on this earth what does he do? he does everything that is needed of that body to do he is not trying to find something he is trying to do what has been told or what has programmed in that body to do alright so he that is the body of that person of the sage is just an interface. Somebody else is operating it. So the Lord operates through the body. It is just like a marionette. Like a marionette who is just working his hands up and down or doing what is necessary. Now think about what I said and then apply it whereas 
all these big people are concerned now let us say for example we are thinking in terms of say uh, you know tukaram or for that matter in karnataka there are various sages who were there you must be knowing kanakdas you know they were writing poetry some of them were singing poetry now you take the case of mirabai now mirabai did not have any idea about her own existence because she was just walking down the street singing the hymns of god and creating hymns look at any other person for that matter look at buddha now buddha was always lost in himself he was preaching that is all he was doing look at shankaracharya okay look at ramkrishna paramahansa ramkrishna paramahansa had no idea about his own existence he was just moving along in the world and he used to say that mother that is ma is the operator whereas i am the machine now if you consider it that way that means you have completely surrendered the body doesn't have a mind of its own it has surrendered to the lord if it has surrendered to the lord simply translates into that you are a tool in the hand of god till the time jesus was there with his disciples everybody had a mind of their own they were questioning him they were asking him things there were doubts in their mind they were thinking about various things they were saying are you there are you really there so there is a person who used to, who poked his finger in his wound to find out whether jesus was really there or not there that is called doubting thomas you know that the word doubting thomas comes from saint thomas in chennai you have the saint tom church you know i'm sure you must have gone there or the thomas mount now saint thomas was doubting jesus christ even after he came back from the dead after he came back resurrected so he put his finger in his wound to see whether he is real jesus or somebody else same way when jesus was taken away by the guards at that time saint peter he turned towards saint peter and he said you will deny me they will ask you do you know this man and you will say i don't know him so there was doubt same with every other person even for that matter mary magdalene when she sees jesus christ in the real form she is not able to identify him though she is the one who has more faith in him so she follows and she exactly does what he has told her to do now this is what happens so the doubts were there but once jesus christ came back and told everybody what each of them is supposed to do they went their ways and started doing exactly what they were supposed to do they became the best tool in the hand of god at that point in time when they were doing that job there was no jesus in front of them they were working as a tool of father in heaven so you understand this those who work as a tool in the father in heaven or those who work for krishna they do not have an identity of their own and they know that they are a part of that whole whereas normal human beings feel they have a mind of their own they keep on thinking they have a lot of things to do in their world 
they have to eat, drink, do this, do that, so many things. And they are always thinking in terms of, I have to earn this money, I have to have this family, I have to go here, I have to do that. All these kind of things are going on. Right? Now imagine the same for this other spiritual being. The spiritual being is lost in the Lord. Everything happens automatically to the person. It doesn't require any external force or anything like that. There is nothing coming from inside also saying, Oh, you got to do this. There is nothing like that. So, that is the reason why he says, Those who are covered by your external energy cannot see you behind this manifestation. But theirs is not a vision of a learned devotee. A learned devotee knows how the Lord is operating through them. That is why they can recognize Krishna. Understood? O Lord, you are always in full knowledge and to bring all good fortune to all living entities. You appear in different incarnations, all of them transcendental to the material creation. When you appear in these incarnations, you are pleasing to the pious and the religious devotee. But for non-devotees, you are the annihilator. Now what happens is, he has come in various incarnations. Incarnations are those which come because there was certain path required to be taken by this material world. Like they say, you know, there is a lot of uh, adharma happening. So to establish the dharma, Krishna comes. Or to establish a religion. You will find that the appearance of the father in heaven or what we call as Krishna or Allah, he has come on this earth many times in the form of incarnations. Now incarnations are recognized by few people, they are not recognized by most of the other people. Okay? Those who are from the Brahmo Samaj or those who believe in Brahma, they do not recognize incarnations. Right? There are lots of people, even in the those who believe in Jesus, they don't believe in Mother Mary. They say she is not an incarnation. There are some who believe. There are some who believe in Jesus, there are some who don't believe. Some who believe in Buddha, some who don't believe. Like that there are lots of people in this material world who may believe or may not believe. Now, whereas their beliefs are concerned, those who come as an incarnation have two jobs. First job is to set the earth on the right path. The people on this planet earth have to be set on the right path. That is on the path of dharma. So they establish a religion. And during the different yugas, during the different times, different religions were established. You will find that if you actually go back in time, if you go back about 6-7,000 years ago or 10,000 years ago, there was another religion. You you could call it Sanatan Dharma. After Sanatan Dharma came various other religions. You will find that the Egyptians came into the picture, the Incas came into the picture, you know, various other people also came into the picture. Then, thereafter came Buddha. After Buddha came Jesus Christ. Right? Buddha came about 2500 years ago. Jesus Christ came 2000 years ago, approximately. After that came Muhammad. He came up with his own and thereafter there were many others but not a very strong religion has come up into the picture today but there will be there is definitely going to be a religion which is going to establish a different dharma and that dharma is very very important for the future and that religion is definitely going to get established so now why does the lord come 
you understood one is to for the religious purpose that is establishing a particular dharma second one is to teach after establishing the religion you just can't leave it at that isn't it somebody has to explain to the people around what it is all about so if somebody has to explain what it is all about the lord has to come in its various avatars these are minor ones very small small ones like say for example naneshwar naneshwar came as an avatar he was there only for a few years after that he died but during that period he wrote this book called naneshwari it is an exposition on the bhagavad gita correct so you will find that in every religion say for example even buddhism there were various exponents of buddhism like padmasambhava you know naropa tilopa these were great very great leaders they were sages and they were also an incarnation of the lord it is a, it is said that buddha has incarnated but then if you actually look at buddha buddha cannot incarnate buddha cannot incarnate buddha cannot be born because he has gone beyond he has gone to nothingness but it is mentioned that these avatars like padmasambhava and all they also became buddha so he is like a buddha or is buddha whichever one you can think of so here he says oh lord you are always in full knowledge the lord is always in full knowledge and to bring all good fortune for all living entities that that is so that everything can be established so that everything appears properly you appear in different incarnation or for the transcendental to the material creation material creation also he appears and you will ask what is a material creation now we are all dependent on something or the other isn't it and many a times we want money we want education we want power so on and so forth everybody needs this kind of things so where do you go so he has created incarnations so that you can go and worship them you will say that this is there only in hinduism no it is there in every place now you will find that uh, yeah last time also i was speaking yesterday of that movie today also i will speak about it hazrat nizamuddin you know hazrat nizamuddin is an aulia he was a sage a saint now you want something the girl comes from all the way from pakistan so that our eyes her her you know she can speak so we go to this kind of places people go to shirdi you know people go to lourdes you know various places on this planet earth they will go and then they will pray over there so that they can get certain benefits now you will find that you will ask me you know what is this lourdes and other places also about you will find that what they have done in some places is there is a mother mary in the rockery in the rocks at some places there is a picture of hers it's a drawing done by some priest but that that drawing is so powerful she's called mother of perpetual soccer in various places in the world she is a deity whom you pray to so that if you want children if you want happiness if you want something you go and pray to that like mahim church in india in mumbai you go and pray over there ha huh? and then you get some benefits so he says that you have also come in the material creation when you appear in these incarnations you are pleasing to the pious and the religious devotee 
those who are religious and pious, those who believe in God, he is pleasing to them. So these people pray to him, him or her, whatever incarnation he might have taken. But for non-devotees, you are the annihilator. You have come so that the non-devotees can be destroyed. O lotus eyed Lord, by concentrating one's meditation and your lotus feet, which are the reservoir of all existence, and by accepting these lotus feet as the boat by which to cross the ocean of nescience, one follows the footsteps of Mahajanas, great saints and sages. By this simple process, one can cross the ocean of nescience as easily as one step over the hoofprint of the calf. A very beautiful line which teaches you that how do you reach God? Now God is somebody, let, let us say for example Buddha or Jesus or Krishna. Do you see them? You can't see them. So what do you do? You pray to them. But when you pray to them, you need something to hold on to to pray, isn't it? Like they for, uh, you know, all the Hindus, they will have the Japmalas. Okay, they have those images of gods. The Christians have the rosary, the beads. Or they go to the church and pray to the cross. If you go to a Buddhist temple, you will find a Buddha statue over there with his various incarnations over there. You know? Something you got to hold to. What is it that you want to hold to? Something tangible. Without that tangible, you cannot reach God. Even where Muslims are concerned, don't they look towards the Kaaba? Towards that east. Now here they look towards a particular portion. You know, they have that arrow pointing out in the rooms. You know, you must have seen. So people bow in that direction and pray in that direction. And then they go around the Kaaba. If you see the beautiful pictures on YouTube, you will find that. So there is something tangible there. You actually believe in a stone. Like Hindus also believe in a stone god. How do you believe in that? So he says, the simplest is to meditate on the lotus feet okay, of the Lord. That means the whole universe is at the lotus feet of the Lord. And how do you do it? By holding on to the lotus feet of the Mahajans. How do you do this? Mahajans are the sages, the saints, the gurus, devotees they are also. You hold on to their feet. Holding on to their feet and surrendering to them is how one follows in the footsteps. And this is a simple process by which one can cross the ocean of nescience. That is the existence, this particular domain of life. We can go from here, from the, un, from the manifest to the unmanifest by concentrating and touching the lotus feet. O Lord, who resembles the shining sun, you are always ready to fulfill the desires of your devotees and therefore you are known as the desire tree, Kalpataru. Okay? When Acharyas completely take shelter under your lotus feet in order to cross the fierce ocean of nescience, they leave behind on earth the method by which they cross and because you are very merciful to your other devotees, you accept this method to help them. So, what is the next thing that he says? He says that 
the lord the, the devotees of the lord they are always holding on to the lord's feet that means they are always lost in the lord remember how he has shown it in the meditative form so on and so forth in the previous line it was mentioned so when they are lost in the meditation on the lord they are expounding they are saying certain words exposition is given on the vedas and the shastras who is giving these devotees are giving and that is taken to be the word of god so you will find that after krishna has finished speaking the bhagavad gita many people have come and given an exposition on the bhagavad gita we are talking about sages we are not talking about a common man we are not talking about lokmanya tilak okay because people you know those who are political in nature they throw the oh the bhagavad gita by lokmanya tilak i'm sorry that is not an accepted thing he was a politician there are other politicians also and we think that they follow the bhagavad gita like i wrote about satyagraha satyagraha is never mentioned in the bhagavad gita anywhere okay krishna has never said that go and put the other person in trouble as as krishna any time said that go and put the other person in trouble has he ever said put a gun against the other person's head by means of a, you know un, you know unethical means think about it like this there are people they will say i am not going to eat food if you don't give me this isn't that like putting a foot you know putting a, a gun against somebody's head isn't it like a child who keeps on insisting i want this 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 and finally the mother gets frustrated and gives it you think the mother is liking what she is doing no nobody will like if you also are threatened think about it you know in most of the movies they have shown you know somebody takes a picture of you and then says you know i will post it on the internet if you don't do this this is a non violent method do you think this is a, a violent method no this non violent method is called blackmail so any person who is using this kind of techniques which the lord has not sanctioned it is called blackmail you cannot blackmail a person and say that if you don't do this i am going to commit suicide i am going to die you understand this so krishna has never said this anywhere in the bhagavad gita so there are people who give the wrong exposition of the bhagavad gita they are not sages they are politicians they are material worldly people don't go by what they say the sages are the extension of the lord and that is the reason why we say na gurur brahma gurur vishnu guru devo maheshwara sakshat para brahma so guru is the sakshat para brahma understand that there is a difference between these political people and the guru actually i was asked a question a few days ago what is a guru and who is a guru so i was explaining i also said that you know they don't have motivated views motivated means i want independence for my country so i am going to do that that is motivated view 
You understand? A guru is not even interested. Don't you think during the world war, there were very great people in India? Do you think there was no uh, Ramana Maharishi at that point in time? Did he go and get involved in the political uh, process? Huh? During the first world war, there was Sai Baba over there and Ramakrishna Paramahansa. Do you think they ever took part in that? No. A guru is not interested in taking part in all these nonsensical stuff. He is not bothered whether there is somebody there or not there. He is only devoted to the Lord and he only thinks about the Lord. Now think about it from the other point of view. Jesus when he came on this planet earth. Did he say that you know you should not kill the Jews or something like that? Did he say anything like that? He was a Jew himself. He established a new religion. He never said go and do this or do that to anybody. Likewise Buddha. He never said go and kill somebody else. He never said go and destroy this religion. He never said any of those words. But a misinterpretation is done by the people who are not spiritual. So you should always stay away from those who are political people or those who have certain ulterior motives. Ulterior motive is to become somebody great in this material world or to establish a completely different kind of a rule. No. A Chanakya can never become a sage. He is a wise man, yes. A Confucius is a wise man. He is not a sage. But Confucius is treated as a sage because we have his four beautiful books which you can read. The Analects of Confucius are very very beautiful. They speak about a philosophy. So you can read that. But who are the people they follow in China? There is a goddess called Gonin. They don't pray to Confucius. The political people will pray to Confucius. But the spiritual people will pray to Gonin. She is called as Gonin or Kanin or whatever, you know. She is a goddess over there. Plus there are other gods over there that they pray to. So always consider this. And in India also, we have Lokmane Tilak, Mahatma Gandhi, Jawaharlal Nehru, all these people are political people. Whereas, those who are spiritual, they pray to Vishnu or Shiva. You understand? They will pray to them. Sai Baba was not political. So you will not find any political person near them. So always remember this. That is what he is trying to say. That the Lord always gives knowledge to these people and whatever these spiritual people are passing on is the true spiritual knowledge which is accepted by him. So he says, you are very merciful to your devotees, you accept this method to help them. Okay, so this method has come from the Lord himself. That is what it means. Someone may say that aside from devotee, you always seek shelter at the lotus feet. There are those who are non-devotees, but you have accepted different process for attaining salvation. What happens to them? In answer to this question, Lord Brahma and the other demigods said, O lotus-eyed Lord, although non-devotees who accept severe austerities and penances to achieve the highest position may think themselves liberated, their intelligence is impure. 
they fall down from their position of imagined superiority because they have no regards for your lotus feet. So then there are those people. Like just now only we were talking about it. Those who preach the word of the Lord in their distorted form. What is a distorted form? Just now only I explained to you Satyagraha. Satyagraha is not mentioned anywhere. The Bible is distorted by people who say the Jews should be liberated or something like that. Then the white supremacy, all those kinds of things. Where is it mentioned in the Bible? Nowhere. Then the distortion of Islam, you know the way how Quran is distorted. No. These are the things which are not to be accepted in this material world. So what he is saying over here is very clear. He says, these non-devotees, though they may be following the edicts, you know what they do? They follow the book. They use the Bible, they use the Quran, they use the Bhagavad Gita, they use these kind of books to do something wrong in this material world. And they say to the material world, see, I am following this book. So, and they follow austerities. They are very austere people, by the way. They will not eat food. They will keep all the upasas possible. They will, they will make their body so thin. They will not wear clothes. You can see these people on, uh, in this my physical world, by the way. They are political people, actually. They are people without any clothes, but they are political people with a lot of garb. So, how do they do? They accept such severe austerities. They make their body go thin. They stay, sit in uh, different different positions. They learn yogasana and various other postures and penances. And they think that they have reached the highest position. You cannot use those kind of things for achieving spiritual will. Remember this. You cannot put a threat or a gun against Krishna's head by using his book or the word of the Lord. Distortion is not allowed. So, these kind of people, they think of themselves as liberated. So, they call themselves by various names. What names? Great leaders. Chhatrapati. And those kind of things, you know. Mahatma. They call themselves by these kind of names. And people also become foolish enough to call them by names. So you will find that some of them become lords. Some of them become ladies. The great, great names they get. And at the end they will write Paramahansa. That's a fake Paramahansa. Paramahansa is, is not a... You know, it's not available for you to buy a name. So you can call yourself a hundred times, you know, by Om, 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 Shri, Shri, Shri or whatever in the name that you want to call it. That still doesn't make a person holy. And it has to be sanctioned. So these people, they accept, they achieve the highest position and they may think of themselves as liberated. Their intelligence is impure. So such type of people are actually having impure intelligence because they are forcing the people to call themselves by certain name. Actually people they say, oh by the love that we have, we are giving in this name. Sorry, nobody has love. They are basically politically motivated. 
दे आर थिंकिंग ये मैं इसके पार्टी का हूँ दे फॉल डाउन फ्रॉम द पोजिशन ऑफ इमेजिन सुपीरियरिटी बिकॉज दे हैव नो रिगार्ड्स फॉर द लोटस फीट ऑफ द लॉर्ड द ओनली थिंग इज वेन यू आर थिंकिंग ओनली ऑफ द लॉर्ड यू शुड नॉट हैव एनी अदर थिंग इन योर वर्ल्ड टू थिंक अबाउट जस्ट इमेजिन जनक राजा और एनी अदर पर्सन हु वॉज अ लिबरेटेड पर्सन स्टार्ट थिंकिंग ओ आई गॉट टू डू दिस आई शुड बी कॉल छत्रपति डबल छत्रपति ट्रिपल छत्रपति वॉट डू यू मीन बाय दैट यू आर गोइंग टू हैव एन आई फील टावर ऑन यर हेड और वॉट या यू कैंट डू दोज काइंड ऑफ थिंग्स नो अ जनका इज अ जनका इज नॉट बॉदर्ड अबाउट वेदर इज कॉल्ड अ किंग और नॉट कॉल्ड अ किंग डू वी कॉल जनका एज अ श्री महाराज आदिराज इन दिस एंड दैट डू दी कॉल देम दैट नो वी डोंट कॉल इम लाइक दैट इज ए जनक राइट वी डोंट से कृष्णा इन बाय एनी अदर नेम श्री 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 ट्वेंटी फाइव थाउजेंड टाइम्स कृष्णा महाराज की जय डू वी से दिस वर्ड्स अवर्ड नो वी डोंट से दिस वर्ड्स जीजस क्राइस्ट इज कॉल्ड जीजस क्राइस्ट वी डोंट से ना ही इज ग्रेट मैजेस्टी दी ऑल माइटी श्री जीजस क्राइस्ट द ग्रेट महाराज की जय हो वी डोंट से दिस काइंड ऑफ वर्ड्स यू नो नो बडी सेज दोज हैव दिस काइंड ऑफ वर्ड्स इन इन फ्रंट ऑफ देयर नेम और बिहाइंड देयर नेम विथ अ नंबर ऑफ डिग्रीज दे आर फेक पीपल सो डोंट गो आफ्टर देम एंड दैट इज वॉट ब्रह्मा जी इज सेंग इन द भगवतम ही सेज वेरी क्लियरली Oh lotus eyed ones although not devotees who accept severe austerity by the way these people you know they do austerities ha huh? remember that they do thousand and one pujas they go to temples they do so many things these people do that and penances they do massive penances to achieve the highest position they may think of themselves as liberated their intelligence is impure they fall down from their position of imagined superiority because they have no regard for your lotus feet person doesn't become a sage by just putting some fancy clothes or by having some fancy names okay so he needs to have the real spirituality in that person and he should not have any motivated means you know like i want to achieve this and i want to achieve that mother teresa she is called a mother because she was looking after all the children lakhs of children correct and she never asked for some name to be given she never said because i am mother teresa i want a nobel prize she never went and asked for nobel prize nobel prize came she told the sisters of charity take the money and put it uh, in investments so that all my children are taken care of she is least bothered about that money also you got what i am saying you have to be like that very spiritual oh mother was supreme personality of god Lord of the goddess of fortune if devotees completely in love with you sometimes fall from the path of devotion they do not fall like non devotees for you still protect them thus they fearlessly traverse the head of their opponents and continue to progress in devotional service those who touch the feet of the lord those who are completely remember the four lines before this he said you have to be lost at the feet of the lord the devotee is always at the feet of the lord sometimes it so happens that they leave the feet of the lord and they get lost in some activity sometimes you remember the time when you know vishwamitra for a very short duration in time he lost his head okay he saw that beautiful maiden got lost in it for 100 years i think and then after that had children and all that kind of stuff and then his mind came back he said oh my god i did something wrong okay 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 let me come back so for this kind of people 
Brahma ji is saying, the Lord still accepts them. Does not matter. You know? But you have to be catching the feet of the Lord, not giving political lectures. Okay? Oh Lord, during the time of maintenance, you manifest several incarnations, all with transcendental bodies, beyond the material modes of nature. When you appear in this way, you bestow all your good fortune upon the living entities by teaching them to perform Vedic activities, ritualistic ceremony, mystic yoga, austerities, penance, ultimate samadhi, ecstatic absorption in the thought of you. Thus you are worshipped by the Vedic principles. So when the Lord himself takes a form, what does he do? He teaches everybody what they are supposed to do. What are the things? Sometimes he teaches ritualistic activity. He will say, let us do this puja. Let us go on this tour, you know, spiritual tour. Or he will say, okay, let us perform this yagya. Or he will say, okay, let us pick up a book and start reading that. That is called, you know, you can read books. Mystic yoga, austerity. Sometimes he says, you know, let us do mystic yoga, meditation or whatever. Sometimes he says, let us do austerities. Let us do uposhan. Uposhan means not eating for some time. Penances. Penances, let us do public service or whatever that you want. Ultimately, samadhi. He teaches them samadhi. How to reach samadhi. Ecstatic absorption in the thought of you. Only thing in all this is common is what? Losing themselves at the feet of the Lord. That's it. Beyond that, there is nothing there. And that is how you worship the Vedic principles. O Lord, cause of all causes. If your transcendental body was not beyond the modes of material nature, one could not understand the difference between matter and transcendence. Only by your presence can one understand the transcendental nature of your Lordship or the controller of material nature. Your transcendental nature is very difficult to understand unless one is influenced by the presence of your transcendental form. Now, this is what we were talking in the morning. Okay? I was talking to Brito over here. Yeah, he is reached. <laughs> After this he will say hi to everybody. Okay. Now what does he do? The Lord is invisible to everybody. Nobody can see him, you know. So what does he do? Sometimes he takes a form. Okay. But now let us say you don't know his form. You are trying to understand his form. Now with your physical body, eyes, ears, nose and all those kind of senses and your mind and your ego and every other thing, do you really think you will be able to understand the transcendental form? No way of knowing it, correct? Because, understand, the Lord is beyond the five bodies, the gunas, the senses, the body, the mind, everything is beyond everything. So how do you understand Him? And that is the reason why sometimes He takes a form so that He can teach you how to understand. That is how He works. So, understand that. O Lord, your transcendental name and form are not ascertained by those who merely speculate on the path of imagination. Your name, form and attributes can be ascertained only through devotional service. Now there are those people who do, you know, Oh, I think Lord is like this. What you think, Lord is some UFO or some alien or what, with two horns like this sticking from side? He's not like that. So there are those people, you know, who come up with various pictures. You know, in uh, uh, there is a picture. This is done by Leonardo da Vinci. 
It's called the Last Supper. The Last Supper is so famous that people keep on looking at the picture. We have a duplicate uh, picture in uh, in view of everybody. Uh, Leonardo's pictures it is not visible by the way. It is completely deteriorated. That picture is now kept in some vault somewhere, and there is a copy made of it by one other artist that is visible in the museum. So you go and look at the statue and say, "Oh my God, Jesus is like this. Jesus is like this. Jesus is like this." But you don't feel God in that picture. You know that. But you go and see the picture of Mother Mary, huh? And there you find the true devotion in that. Have you noticed it? In some pictures you don't find devotion, and in some pictures you find devotion. Though the picture of Leonardo da Vinci is very beautiful, nobody says it's not beautiful. It's excellent. It's like Mona Lisa. Okay, let us think like that. It is beautiful because it's a picture, but it has no love actually about the God. But the same picture of Jesus Christ, okay, drawn by. one of the monks and the picture may not even look good and yet that picture has so much of power in it you see the cross which was carved by saint thomas is an ugly looking cross it's not having shape or size but yet that cross has value now you will find you go to the bazaar and you buy crosses that cross may be very beautiful yet it has no power in it i'm sure you have seen that there are beautiful pictures of the lord in your house but you don't feel devoted to that oh beautiful picture raja ravi varma ne nikala hai saraswati ka picture you know raja ravi varma he was a one of the greatest painters of all times in the last century he is drawn very beautiful pictures but that picture will never evoke any you know devotion in you it doesn't have any devotion in you simply for one reason there is no god in that picture there is only beauty in the picture now you will ask me how does that work sir there are beautiful women in this world but they may be the worst characters on earth they may be the most handsome six six pack and eight pack you know i don't know but most handsome looking guys but they may be the worst characters in the world correct no so i hope you understand this example will so there may be all the fancy guys in this world and the fancy girls in this world but there is no devotion in them but you look at the most ugly person maybe he has the devotion so now understand this god is not in that beautiful form that you think of god is in that where devotion is there so always keep this in mind you may go to a church which may be the smallest church on earth you know it may be just about 10 people sitting in it and those 10 people may be just sitting over there and you may think that oh what is there is such a small dirty looking church oh sir don't don't bother about it there is god in that maybe you should go and sit over there and you feel the divinity in that so understand this this is one point which you should always think about okay and don't follow the herd the herd mentality is 
Everybody is going for that, I will also go. Oh, there is one uh, uh, statue which is giving uh, milk. Oh, the, you know that Ganesha statue or something like that. Giving milk or something like that. Or there is one statue of Mother Mary which is crying, you know, red tears are coming down her eyes. That is not devotion. No. Now you will ask me again why? If there are tears coming down from the statue, that is not devotion. Sir, there was one idiot called Satya Sai Baba, you know. He used to produce uh, all gold from his hand. He is not Sai Baba. Sai Baba never produced like one gold chain from anybody. No vibhuti from his hand. No, nothing. He never produced anything in this planet earth, okay. Sai Baba's vibhuti was burnt right in front of his dhuni. He would take it from there and give it to you like this. Say, this is it. You want to take it. This is ash. And that vibhuti had power. And not that that old man doing all, all kinds of nonsense. No, that is not God. That is fake. So don't go by these fake things. Okay? Just because the same place produces tears of, you know what, blood. Or there is a milk produced from where. That Satya Sai Baba also used to produce gold and ash and all. Don't go by that. Sai Baba never produced anything, yet he was the God. Right? So understand, these are the things which you should define clearly in your mind. That God is not in these kind of fakey things. God is in that where devotion is. So, O Lord, your transcendental name and form are not ascertained by those who merely speculate on the path of imagination. You know imagination? You watch these shows on uh, National Geographic. You know, he does like this. Uh, by the way, there is a there is a place in uh, Las Vegas. There are two guys, and then they have this show. Any time you go to Las Vegas, see this show. It's a magic show. Huh? No. In this magic show, they tell these magicians from across the world, "Come and fool me." These two guys are magicians. Now, these magicians are telling the other amateur magicians, come and fool me and I will give you money. And there are lots of these guys who come and do these kind of things. And they do it so fast without anybody knowing anything. It is an amazing thing to actually see. When I remember the name, I will tell you. It's It's a beautiful show which you should see. So these guys can produce things from the air. Like that, you know? And you really wonder, Kidar se aya? I'm not joking, you should see the shows. They even the magicians don't know how they do it. Even these two guys are are most trained world's trained magicians. They also don't know how they do it. So when you see this show, so it's like that, you know. Understand, this is speculation on the path of imagination. Imagining something, you can do things. You can imagine certain shows, you know, and then you know how to attack that show. So, you should always understand that these people who come up with these kind of fakeology things, you know, like creating magic from the air something or from here, they are all Hachalake people. They are magic people. Then this show is much better than this show. This show is fooling people. That show they know they are doing magic only. They are anyway earning money. So, 
your name form and attribute can be ascertained only through devotional service the moment you see these people doing devotional service that time you should believe in them only devotion no other thing no magic okay so even while engaged in various activities we have just three four verses so we will finish them devotees whose minds are completely absorbed in your lotus feet and who constantly hear chant contemplate and cause others to remember your transcendental name and form are always on the transcendental platform and thus they can understand the supreme personality of god these people are constantly lost in the divine they are not bothered about anything they may be eating drinking sleeping doing whatever they may be going and watching movies also you think about all these babajis of this world you know i want you to think about all the great folks of this world the greatest of the people tell them bhai jan dekha kya nahi dekha they might have seen it on video inside their bloody room but that yet they will they will not tell you that they are fake don't go by these fake people never go by these fake people hmm one day chinmayananda you know swami chinmayananda you must have heard of him he had gone for some show and everybody was surprised how come swami ji is over here so the swami ji was don't worry swami ji can go anywhere on earth he stays in five star hotels also and he stays in one jopdi also swami ji used to smoke 3 to 5 packets a day okay cigarette i'm not saying you should do that but what i'm saying is doesn't mean that he was a political uh, correspondent <coughs> with the free press journal of india he was an accredited newspaper man and in his life he was a jolly fellow you know have you seen those uh, writers and all that they they will carry one jolly they will grow their beard they will have some nice chashma like mine grow long hair and go and interview people and that was a typical how a person used to be a newspaper reporter in olden times chinmayananda was exactly like them so why should he not go and watch a movie same to his disciple his disciple his name is tejomayananda he is also a great person by the way he is a very well educated person nobody knows you know see most of the people we think you know this guy is a duffer he doesn't understand just because he wears orange clothes and all that tejomayananda was one day you know he was going for something and there was this lady she says you are also going Well, so why you think I should not go? So these kind of wrong beliefs a person should never have. These people are lost in the Lord while doing all these material worldly things as well. Not that they are politicians; they don't have any political agenda, by the way. Incidentally, the uh, RSS, RSS, you know, Rashtriya Swayamsevak Sam, which is there in Bajan movie also. Okay, that was started by. Swami Chinmayananda. He only started it. The idea was to establish the dharma in India. That is, the religion could be established. But the moment these people went political, he moved away from there. He never associated his name after that to that party ever again. Because spiritual people are non-political in nature. We do not talk politics about it because we are always lost in the Lord. so this is what he says engaged in various activities devotees whose minds 
are completely absorbed in the lotus feet constantly hear chant contemplate cause others to remember they will tell other people remember the name of the god transcendental names and forms are always in the transcendental platform and they can understand only the supreme personality of godhead oh lord we are fortunate because this heavy burden of the demons upon this earth is immediately removed by your appearance indeed we are certainly fortunate for we are able to see upon this earth and in the heavenly planet the mark of conch long uh, lotus conch shell club and disc that adorn your lotus feet so when the lord comes he comes with his astra shastra astra shastra doesn't mean you know oh he is having a conch in his hand no 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 the conch takes a form the all the astras and the shastras become one of his form they all appear along with him in the human form okay so don't think like that so think about it a father in heaven has to come today you think he is going to come with one hello on his head or what no he is going to come with his devotees that hello will be a devotee of his you got what i am saying his clothes will become his devotee so everything that is there as a the lord becomes a part of the form so many people that's what we learned no from golok vrindavana everybody came to this goloka this vrindavana oh supreme lord you are not an ordinary living entity appearing in this material world as a result of fruitive activities therefore your appearance or birth in this world has no other cause than your pleasure potency similarly the living entities who are a part of you have no cause for miseries like birth death old age except when living entities are conducted by your external energy so do you understand this verse it says along with the lord all this full gang comes okay this full gang is also not involved in any sinful activity they are also doing their job they come and they go with him there is group beetle type ka you know <laughs> beetles were four no like that krishna came in four four one is sri krishna one is balram one is his son and one is his grandson okay so i will tell you all once we proceed ahead so this four forms we will come to know don't worry oh supreme lord you are not an ordinary living entity appearing in this material world as a result of so it is is not coming here because some fruitive activity he wants to uh, come and see the world cup or something like that he is not taken form for that he doesn't have some ulterior motive like that kind of stupid thing he can see upstairs from there only you know why he has to take form over here right so he has come to do some changes in this material world oh supreme controller your lordship previously accepted incarnation as a fish a horse a tortoise a nasimha dev a boar a swan lord ramchandra parshuram and among the demigods vaman dev to protect the entire world by your mercy now please protect us again by your mercy by diminishing the disturbances in this world o krishna best of the yadus we respectfully offer our obisans unto you o mother deviki by your good fortune and yours ours the supreme personality of godhead himself with all his plenary portions such as bal dev is now within your womb that is the plenary portion i was talking about okay the adishesh has become his brother okay baldev therefore you need not fear kamsa was decided to be killed by the lord your eternal sir krishna will be protector of the entire yadu dynasty after thus offering prayer to the supreme personality of god and lord vishnu the transcendence all the demigods with lord brahma and lord shiva before them return to their homes in the heavenly planets so everybody said their prayers in front of devaki 
and then they vanished in from front of her giving her the assurance that don't worry him that is even her his father krishna's father don't worry krishna is anyway going to come he is going to do something about it so the next chapter will be his birth so before we do that so we will stop over here and next week we will do that all right so i shall stop over here